Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international best-selling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become Mentally Stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Have you ever wondered what it's like to witness a murder? Forrest grabbed the knife and then just stabbed Johnny in one motion. Or how it feels to be shot? I was immediately hit by a barrage of bullets. Or how you would react if your spouse hired someone to kill you? And he was to put me in a grave with a bullet wound on my head. These are the stories you'll hear on the podcast called What Was That Like? True stories told by the actual person who went through it. You'll hear from a stalking victim. Came back upstairs and when I came back and turned the corner into my room, I saw him standing there. You'll hear from a man who was kidnapped and tortured. I would do anything, say anything, to simply get away. And you'll hear actual 911 calls. Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Real people in unreal situations. Search for What Was That Like on any podcast app or at whatwasthatlike.com. Welcome, everybody, to Twisted News, where we talk about some of the world's most disturbing cases currently happening in the world. I'm Andrew Fitzgerald, and thank you very much for tuning in. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at the horrific story coming out of Maine about a man who committed a heinous crime just days after being released from prison. And then, we're going to take a look at a specific case about those voice AI scams I talked about a few weeks back to get some more insight on them. And this one is about a mother being scammed by AI for $1 million. So check it out because you might learn something. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. Main Shooter Prisons and jails are there to detain people suspected or convicted of committing crimes. It's a way to keep them from causing more problems. And ideally, the penal system is meant to reform and rehabilitate so that when criminals return to life outside, they can become a contributing member of society. Joseph Eaton of Bowdoin, Maine is a 34-year-old man who's been in and out of the prison system for years, beginning from when he was just 15. Recently, on April 14th, he had just once again finished serving his two-year stint for aggravated assault when his mother, 62-year-old Cynthia, picked him up at the Maine prison. Someone like Joseph should have been excited at another chance at freedom and to get things on track, but... Unfortunately, that's not how things played out. Just four days after his release, Eaton became the main suspect in the string of shootings at a home and along the interstate 
that in the end left four people dead and three more wounded. On April 17th, Eaton posted an emotional video on Facebook where he rambled on about his pent-up disappointment on how society views someone like him as another guy that can't get his stuff together. He went on to say how he wished someone would understand him, and as he stated, they just need to try to forgive me for the things I did. I've been dealing with trauma for a long time on things I don't talk to people about, being molested and stuff that destroys somebody. He also captioned this post with the message being addressed to his mother, Cynthia Robinson Eaton, I'm scared to death about what people will say about this. It's opened my story. Thanks for never giving up on me. I love you. On the morning of April 18th, Patricia Eager's sister visited her and her husband Richard at their home on Augusta Road in Bowdoin, Maine at around 9 a.m. And there, she was greeted with bullet holes in the home and then blood drops inside on the floor. She immediately called 911, and when authorities arrived, they learned that Patty and Richard... 62 and 72, respectively, have both been killed from gunshots. With them were longtime friends Cynthia and David Eaton, who also died in the same way. One of the bodies was found in the barn, while the other three were in the house, along with a dog which was also shot. Police were then able to recover a mysterious note that seemed to describe someone's struggles, as well as a statement about wanting a new life. While officers were working on solving this quadruple homicide, another shooting event then took place that was radioed in. Officers were called to a vehicular shooting that happened on Interstate 295 in Yarmouth that injured three people, 51-year-old Sean Halsey and his children, 29-year-old Justin and 25-year-old Paige. The daughter was initially in critical condition, but thankfully her condition has since gotten stable. As officers responded, they were then able to later apprehend the shooter who fled after leaving behind his vehicle. The shooter was none other than Joseph Eaton. Apparently, he thought he was being chased by police, which is why he shot at the cars on the road. The reason he thought he was being chased was because he was the one who committed the killings at the Augusta Road home and barn. His history of serious crimes date back more than a decade, and they include abuse, assault, harassment, and theft, to name a few. And these were committed not only in Maine, but also in Florida and in Kansas. For this recent incident, he was charged with four counts of intentional murder on April 20th. He did not enter into a plea and will return to court in June. He's currently being held without bail at Two Bridges Regional Jail, located in Wisconsin. Eaton and his note, as well as the Facebook post he wrote, made sure to express just how badly he needed help, not only for his sake, but for those around him. It's a tragic case that the lives of Patty, Richard, David, and especially his beloved mother Cynthia were all taken. One can't help but wonder why, despite all the years of crimes committed, the justice system never deemed him a danger to society, or furthermore, provided the help this man clearly needed. Number 2. $1 million AI Voice Scam 
Just a while back, we shared the news about how AI has been used by scammers to trick people into becoming vulnerable enough to give in to the demands of the perpetrator. The cases we mentioned involve money by preying on the victim's trust or emotions, and this case is a freaky example of that exact type of criminal scheme. And typical parents are always going to be wary of their children's safety and whereabouts. That's why I most try hard to provide them with the best options for their children to feel safe and accessible. For example, one of the reasons parents buy their children's cell phones is for accessibility. They want to make sure that their kids are able to reach them whenever and wherever they can, and vice versa, so that if ever they would need help from anybody, they can easily do so. This is what Jennifer DeStefano from Scottsdale, Arizona had in mind when she let her 15-year-old daughter Bree head out on an out-of-town ski trip, making sure she'd be ready in case her daughter called and needed her. And someone did, in fact, call Jennifer's phone. She didn't recognize the number, but because Bree was away, she decided to answer it. As soon as the call was connected, she heard her daughter's voice on the other end of the line. Bree was sobbing, calling out to her, saying, Mom, I messed up. Then, Jennifer heard another voice, a strange man commanding her daughter to keep her head down. Her fear grew, especially when the man started to say that in exchange for Bree's freedom and safety, Jennifer would need to hand over $1 million. The man threatened Jennifer. You call the police, you call anybody, I'm going to pop her so full of drugs. I'm going to have my way with her, and I'm going to drop her off in Mexico. All the while in the background, she could hear her helpless daughter crying out to her. Jennifer was almost inconsolable. One moment she thought her daughter was cruising down the slopes, and then the next, she was on the brink of losing her daughter if she didn't pay up. Fortunately, Jennifer wasn't alone at the time of the call. She was at a dance studio that another daughter of hers attended and was surrounded by other parents who became quickly yet quietly involved in the background to help her. Well, she kept the line active, keeping the man talking by requesting him to lower the demand to 50000 The other mothers with her contacted 911 and Jennifer's husband. While all this was happening, they managed to get a hold of Bree's actual whereabouts and confirmed her safety in just about four minutes. Immediately after that, Jennifer ended the nightmare of a call now that she was sure of her daughter's safety. Despite this ending in a positive light, Jennifer still couldn't shake the terror she felt upon hearing the voice of her daughter crying out for help. She was so sure it was her, all the way down to her inflection and the way she cried. Computer science experts later revealed that this was yet another believable scam scenario aided by AI. As explained by Subaru Cambompity, an Arizona State University computer science professor specializing in AI, this case is proof of how sophisticated voice cloning technology has become in just a short period of time. Somehow, it seems that AI collects available resources from various social media content. Even a three-second video of someone speaking is enough data for AI to use to clone someone's voice including the emotions and inflections unique to that individual. 
The fact that these types of softwares are becoming much more accessible and easy to use by anyone is troubling. Criminals are now much more equipped in committing their crimes, but if we all do something to help spread awareness, we can cut down on the chaos and the amount of victims. So there were two of the most disturbing stories that we have for you guys this week. If you like this episode, please check out more. Remember to review and subscribe so you don't miss out on the new content we have coming out each week. And for more in-depth, insane stories, go check out our other podcast called Everytown, which comes out weekly and does deeper dives into some of the strangest cases you never heard about. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys in the next one.